My name is Jameer Dixon, and I'm a locating Mark Fieldman for PG&E. I protect people. I protect our community. I protect our environment. When you call A11, I come out to your house, and I mark out our gas lines and our electric lines to make sure that you don't hit them when you're digging. A11 is at the heart of safety. I want people to know what's underneath them when they're digging. I'm passionate about it because every time I go on the street, I think about my own kids. A11 is a free service. Even if you're planning a garden, no project is too small to call A11. Together, we're building a better California. Listening to NBC Sports Radio. Sports Radio. Weekend six is the Two Robbies Football Show. Your number one source for Premier League football on NBC Sports Radio. Now your hosts, Robbie Musto and Robbie Earl. Robbie Earl. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies Football Show here on NBC Sports Radio. I'm Robbie Musto and he's Robbie Earl. Together we're the Two Robbies and we love to talk about football and mostly Premier League football. And my goodness, my friend, <laughs> there was some good football today. And most impressive, I felt, was Chelsea's demolition mm, of Everton 5-0 at uh, Stamford Bridge. And we continue to see this Chelsea mm. team improve, yeah. develop, impress... And when you look at those front two players of Ed Nazard and Diego Costa in particular, mm -hmm. who's going to stop them? Well, I think well, one of the things I learned today about this Chelsea team is don't think just by mirroring what they do that you cancel them out. Yeah. Because Ronald Koeman looked like that was his game plan today. He went three at the back, four across the midfield, three up front. Yet Chelsea, as you say, demolished them, took them apart. Um, are much more comfortable playing it, are much more suited with, with the players they have in, in that situation. And the thing that's impressed me most, Rob, about Chelsea as they are, and this is Chelsea team, let's not forget, we're 10th in the Premier League last season. So, so this is a huge sort of turnaround, is the control and the effect Antonio Conte's on on this group of players in such a sp short space of time. We're, we're hitting a November international break, and Chelsea have gone top of the we table. We talk about mentality-wise and their emotional control. Yeah, is it, what, uh, yeah. Uh, that and, and more. And so, Diego Costa, interesting. Terrible foul on him today. Coleman should have got a red card. I've seen Costa on, on, on other days go around and want to start bullying him, fighting him. You know what? He got on with the game. I thought he, he scored was goals. Seek he, retribution. Yeah, I thought he him. scored goals. He made goals and he played. Eddie Nazard looks like he wa he wants to show people how good a player he is again. He's enthused. Victor Moses has been you know loaned out by everybody else. He, he's been a reject. He's now like a star player in this team. You know, Nemanja Matic went from being. Substituted as a sub with Jose Mourinho, one of the biggest kind of slights on your personality you can have as a professional. Now he's, he looks at being a champion again, Rob. And this guy has affected him. He's affected the players on the pitch. He affects the the squad around him. Look at the bench. Look at his backroom staff. Look at the subs when they score. And he affects the fans. He gets the fans going. Mm. Jose Mourinho might not like it, but guess what? There's something going again at, at the bridge. I, I think when, I, when we saw him jump into the fans and stuff, and, and of course there's this huge excitement, mm. this personality on the sideline, what it makes me think, and if I'm part of the playing staff or mm. I'm around that stadium, around him, I'm thinking to myself, this, there's something special happening here. Something special mm -hmm. is happening with this guy at my club or in my team, and mm -hmm. I want to be part of it. So I think that's what's stunning. And just on the way that they play, I'm always fascinated with the managers afterwards and what they say. Yeah. And he said about, again, 
what we what we do with the ball mm. and what we do without no, the ball. Yeah. It's very evident to me that that he loves, of course, the football going yeah. forward. And some of that, by the way, was stunning today, yeah, Rob, yeah. of a Chelsea team. One the fourth goal, Azard, 23 yeah, I mean, passes, back heels, flicks, goal. But... You mm. see him on the sideline, mm. gesturing, yeah. getting people yeah, back yeah. in. And you look at we have a we have a great look at the um, the tactical cam, and we can see the whole shape mm. of the, the uh, Chelsea team come back into a really yeah. strong defensive shape. So he enjoys it, but his 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 whole being mm. is about being strong defensively, and they're looking fantastic right now. Yep. Any weaknesses, Rob? Well, you know, like, it, they're going to have odd days. Is that back three if they can if they get isolated? If they is get that isolated, something? which is transition. Mm. So if if Agüero Kante or Matic stand on the ball. Yeah. Or they, they lose yeah. a tackle, yeah. and the wing backs are high. high the pitch, yeah. That's when they're going to mm. concede. One v one defending the, the, the three yeah. on three, maybe. Because of the other times, when the other team have the ball, if it's not a super quick attack, mm. you get all Moses the back, Alonso yeah. back, Matic Hard to get through. Hard mm. to get through. So it's brilliant. Love it. Fantastic to see. I, I knew this guy was going to do well, we, but it's happened quicker than I thought. Disappointed in, in Everton today? Were, were they not what, what you thought? I've been, I've been matched up. They won last weekend against West Ham United. I mean, what are Everton? Nil. What are Everton? Who five, are they? 5 nil, Rob. 5 nil. And, and, and what Everton are, I think, are, are, a, are a squad that needs a little bit of shaking up. Mm. We know the manager. We both really like the manager. Yeah, yeah. He's, good, I think good, he's a really good manager. And there was a little bit of business done. The players brought in. I just think it's time for a few of them maybe to move on a little bit. I mean, we looked at Phil Jagielka mm. today. He was left out the last game when they won against West Ham United 2-0. Um, Gareth Barry is a, is a brilliant professional yeah. and a really good footballer. You know, uh, Morales on the left-hand side. You know, you've got Cleverly... Uh, they need an Lots injection of, of, of quality. I it's think. interesting, isn't it? Because, you know, the one thing about Ronald Koeman, he's honest, he's forthright, he tells you as it is. This is what he has to, has to say after a disappointing performance today. Ronald, that was a crushing result. We found it impossible to contain Chelsea today. Yeah, of course. Uh, they play very good football, but uh, expect uh, more from uh, from my team. It was, uh, was a big difference in uh, every aspect of football. I like him, Rob, mm. because he's honest. He's genuine and he's honest. And there was a big difference today in the football. Um, and I, I just, you know, I, I think last weekend I wanted to know what the real Everton was. And I saw a, a victory against West Ham United mm. and I thought, you know what? Yeah, they're a good side, Everton. They're going to be in and around six, seven or eight um, because the manager's so good and because the squad is decent. Mm. I just, I would just, if I was an Everton fan, I'd like to see a little bit of investment, a little bit more investment. I didn't see that much for me in the summer. Just want to ask you about two players, Rob, and, and be, before we move on and talk Manchester City, uh, didn't quite pick up the three points today, but two players. Romelu Lukaku versus Diego Costa. What, what makes Costa better? And, and secondly, Ross Barkley Eddie Nazard, and I know that we're talking about different talents, but but players who Ross Barkley should be looking at as an and thinking that's Absolutely who I want to be. Right. Romelu Lukaku should be looking at Jay Costa and say that's who I want to be. How do those two young players get to that level? Well, first one, Jay Costa, mm. what he does better than Lukaku, his general and and, and it's, it's not the key thing, but it's really important. His touch. His general yeah. protection of the ball, a little bit of awareness, his flicks. I, I, he's doesn't just got a little bit more going so much, on. Because people don't yeah, like to think he's, a bit, of a, he's a bit of a villain. Yeah, and, and, and so I think Lukaku has done a, come a long way. And mm. he's a really good striker, Rob. He scores yeah. all different types of goals. And he's improved. He's, what, is he 22, 23? 23, 23, so, I mean, yeah. he's got a long yeah. way to go, but mm -hmm. that's the difference. Azard, you're right. Ross Barkley should sit down and because they've got a similar type of build. Yeah. He's bigger. Yeah. He's got more physicality, yeah. Ross Barkley. But mm. he hasn't got the same drive or uh, just the pace when he's running. And they're a little bit different. He's more of a creator. Yeah. Is, is that a slur on English football? Or do we produce 
people of, of alcohol. I mean, I know we keep going. You almost go back to the, to the Gascoigne's of the world to, to get that kind of player who had the drive, who could be the number ten, who could dominate a game. It, it, I just, you, you know, I, I would have, I would have kill for the, for his talent. Uh, Barkley, Ross Barkley. Oh. Oh, I mean, you know, in, in oh. my, I didn't have that ability, so oh. I had to run and, mm. and, and tackle and chase and harry and, and do everything I could to affect a game. He's got so much ability. If he just have a little bit more work ethic, that mm. would do him, uh, I think, a lot more. OK, let's move to, to Manchester City. They had a brilliant midweek performance against Barcelona. I had everybody talking. Different kind of test today against Middlesbrough. Go 1-0 up, Rob, and then concede late on to a Martin Darun header in, in stoppage time. Is that just a little kind of warning to Manchester City about what this league is and what you have to do to, to make sure you get all three points? Really, it really is, yeah. I mean, I, I remember watching Pep with uh, Barcelona in La Liga and they won games out of sight mm. so early and teams didn't come back at them very often and, and that was a special time, of course. Um, I, most of my notes on this game afterwards mm. like, City good. Yeah, good. Yeah. Impressive football. They impart this stranglehold on opponents where mm. they can't get out. First yeah. half, Middlesbrough couldn't put three passes together mm. because City were, were so f uh, sharp yeah. and quick to get the ball back. Second half, just dropped off that a little bit and, and, and fair play to Middlesbrough. They mm. found a way and got a late goal. But he said it before, Guardiola, when we're on top, we've yeah. got to kill teams off. They didn't do it today and it's cost them two points. Down the road, Rob, it was a magnificent night. Everybody's talking about Barcelona. Just on Manchester City before I give you the last word on, on Middlesbrough. If priorities become uh, a point in this season, if they get through to the quarterfinals of the Champions League and then there's a, a, a Premier League game at the yeah, weekend... Big, tough game. Where, where does his focus go? He rested three players from midweek, so, you know, he, he got the result. Does his focus go to, to Champions League? I, I think in, in general, you would expect a new manager at a big club, club like that to to um, absolutely target the Premier League. But this situation, this club has won the Premier League before. Mm. You don't get that many great opportunities to win the Champions League. I think he, I, he focuses on the Champions League to try and be that guy to bring that title. A little word for your team, Borough. Got to be happy with that draw yeah, against Arsenal, draw against City. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing that they are doing is staying in games, Rob. I think mm. there's only one game, might be Everton, where they lost to two goals. The mm. rest of them have been one-goal swings. And defensively, strong. And the pace of Adama Traore has brought something different. There's no question about mm. that. Against Arsenal two weeks ago, he offered the threat. Uh, and this three-man midfield is very hard-working. You've got Ben Gibson, who's doing a great job at centre-back, and Callum Chambers alongside him. So defensively, very strong. That's the way to go. They'll keep picking up points if there's Titans out of the back. So, five-star showing by Chelsea. City let points slip at home to Millsburg. We'll take a break, and then we'll look at the three other games left in, in the Premier League from today. I'm, must, I'm Earl, even. He's, I'm Earl, he's Musto, together with the two Robbies on NBC Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show here on NBC Sports Radio. Now, before we start talking some of the big games that's coming up tomorrow, Robbie, let's mm. let's just go back to today and, and, and just recap some really, really important results. Sunderland's first win of the season away from home at a good mm. Bournemouth side. 
Is it a turning point for David Moyes' guys? Absolutely, and David Moyes has got to realise what got him that win today, and it was him sitting in the stands. No more for the touchline for you, David Moyes. You've got to get yourself in the stands every week. But, no, uh, a little bit more importantly, he, he, he went with two strikers, Jermaine mm. Defoe and Victor Nietzsche which mm. is a, a very positive forward move. He's probably decided that we're not great at defending, so if not, we're going to have to get more goals. Those two combined, got Victor Nietzsche scored a goal, drew the penalty, Jermaine Defoe scores a penalty, and, you know, a little story you heard, Rob, about him, him taking players to a factory, and some people might say, oh, what's that all about? But just sometimes you need something to, 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 to trigger things, to kickstart things. Took his players to a factory somewhere in Sunderland, saw people getting up at 6am in the morning, doing nine hours work, and all of a sudden they get a result. Yeah, I, I think... Um in terms of what this does to them, it just gives belief. Mm. It brings a little bit of uh, belief as well in the uh, in the fans as well, in the home games. It's not all doom and gloom. Three points. They're still bottom of the league on five points, but at least it's something against mm. the Bournemouth team that, uh, quite frankly, was disappointing. Yeah. I mean, they've had a couple of bad back results now. now. Just yeah. when we start giving them mm. you know, a load of That's credit. The league does, it's it? the league. It's yeah. the league, and we shouldn't expect Bournemouth to consistently win matches because at this level, that's really, really difficult. Well, we start the day, Bournemouth with 10th, Sunderland with 20th, which is a bit of an embarrassment for Sunderland. Let's talk about another team who did well today, Burnley. 2-0 up. Sean Dyche is probably thinking this job's easy. His team go back to 2-2. And then he, he gets a late-minute, last-minute winner through Ashley Barnes. I mean, just get a sense this year that they're better, Rob. They're a little bit more mature. That They, they understand this league and, and what it takes to stay in there. Yeah, and I think there's a flexibility from Sean Dyche that we didn't see. Mm. Uh, two years ago when in, during the league it was 4-4-2 every week there was nothing really different and he said in his press conference that he's admitted to being more flexible in terms of systems they spent some money in, in Jeff Hendrick and Stephen DeFore in midfield played it again today mm. a five-man midfield that helps just Sam Vokes up front on his own mm. uh, and I just think that that uh, is a is a is a a way now of playing that, mm. that suits them. They're, I look at the table, they're ninth, yeah. Burnley. And we both had them to go down, yeah. and a lot of people had them to go down. But full marks to Sean Dutch. Love him, by the way. Love his press mm. conversences on love a Friday. That voice. Yeah, that, uh, he's a funny guy. If you worry, Shrell and Pod, you're four straight defeats now for Pals. They're on a rocky road for them. They'll well, have to get that addressed we, after we, the window. We, we kind of, we do, yeah. we have kind of mentioned mm -hmm. it about this team, and it's streaky, and, and they're streaky players, and the manager, etc. I mean, of course, our Rebecca has a, has mm -hmm. a soft spot for. Mm. For, for Crystal Palace, and she still talks about relegation, yeah. and is Maybe worried about reality, relegation. Where I'd say to her, "Listen, this team, this team is great. You got good players. Mm. They're going to be no problem staying in the league." Two teams who, who started at London Stadium and was sort of deemed as the best, of, of the, possibly the best of the rest at the start of the season. West Ham and Stoke both had poor starts. West Ham have, have, have you know have struggled again, uh, one 0 up and, and end up dropping points at home. Boyan came on and got an equaliser for Stoke, so decent run for Stoke. They're going okay, but more worries for Slaven Village at home. No? Yeah, it's just it just takes time. And when you think they've just cracked it, they have a good victory and then they have a bad uh, performance uh, today. Disappointing. Boyan, top player. I don't quite know why he's not in the starting lineup, but he got a goal today that'll help his cause no end. Okay, let's move it forward to one of tomorrow's big games. Nine fifteen kickoff on NBC. Yassin, Liverpool at home to Watford in a game where if things go Liverpool's way they could be top of the table Robin Musto so mm. people have been saying about the team that they can't stop scoring goals others will say they can't stop conceding them where do you stand? Well, I, I think the attacking play is it's stunning. It's excellent. The movement, the combinations. Um, Firmino has been fantastic. I look at Coutinho, Firmino and, and Sadio Mane. Mm. They've all got four goals, Rob. It's, the goals are coming from different areas. Adam Lallana's got three goals and three assists. So going forward, mm. there's nothing to say. It's excellent. Mm. It's really, really good. Defensively, of course, there's issues. And... 
I think more than being shambolic as a back four or, or a poor team defensively, it is individual errors. I mean, it's errors. It's mistakes. But, but, it's but bad. Is it, isn't that almost more a well, bigger problem? Isn't that a bigger problem? Because that's a harder thing to deal with. If it's a team you, you're kind of not defending well and that, then you can go on the training ground and you can do the work. But when you know, Rob, when, when you're in a team and you get, you get a defender who, I sometimes say, just some defenders are, ba- are unlucky. Things don't go for them. They make bad decisions. They trip on the ball and all these kind of things. They're hard things to deal with um, unless, you, in the end, you, may, you have to take that player out of the team. Dayan Lovren. Yeah. N- not good in, enough in to... or out. In or out the team. Not good enough to... It depends if you want to win titles. Clavin. Are you talking I'd about... have Clavin instead of him. Yeah. Are you talking about winning titles? I don't think Lovren... I'm not... I'm listen, Clavin, I'm not sure about. I've said before, I'm worried about the two centre-backs, the goalkeeper. Moreno did not too bad the other week, but their left-back. If Liverpool are serious, I don't think those positions are strong enough for them to, to win the title. And by the way, they're in with a chance this year, Rob. No European football, a little bit like Chelsea. We talked about teams up and around the, the top of the league. Liverpool are in a shout of winning the title if they can sort their defence out. I've got to say, I, I've really, really enjoyed this season in terms of their attacking. Oh, I, I mean, oh. flat-out football. Flat-out, 100 miles an hour. Dare I suggest it's the best attack in the league? Well, Man City might have an argument. Arsenal, the way they started, might have an argument. Chelsea, Chelsea today might have three. an argument. But I'm telling you what, when they're on, when that fluid movement with with those three and then maybe the, the, the midfield drive of Lallana and Wijnaldum added to that, it's difficult to play uh, how against. How about a little tough question for you? Oh, go on then. Chelsea's front three, Pedro, Hazard, or mm. Costa, or Firmino, Mane and Coutinho? Good question. That's a toughie. Depends what depends what type of team I am, Robbie Muster. But who, which three are you going to pick for your team? That's a tough. That's a tough. Mm. I, I'm still going Chelsea's front three. Probably Chelsea. Yeah. I just think all, there's a bit good, more consistency. We've yeah. seen Costa be consistent goal scorer. Ed Nazar was player mm-hmm. of the year, 14 mm-hmm. goals two years ago. Yeah, we don't you know with Mane. Can, Ma- can Mane do it winner. for a season? Can yeah. Mane do it Gone for a bit season? Quiet. Gone a little bit quiet. Yeah. Can Firmino keep this crazy work ethic up? Mane's away for the African Cup of Nations as well. Correct. Might be another little thing that, that yeah. affects him. You know what I mean? Daniel Sturridge may come into the picture then, but it's just that little bit of rhythm and that bit of continuity that Liverpool will want. And listen, this is a Watford team, Rob, as well. It's been, it's been going well. Three at the back, system that suits them. Front two haven't been particularly getting the goals this time around, but the teams look better. Kapoor's done well from, from midfield. Success when he's coming, the team has been a threat. So this isn't this isn't a pushover. This isn't a gimme for, for Liverpool. They're going to have to earn the right to it. Yeah, three straight Premier League mm. clean sheets. Um, the Italian coach that has that yeah. mentality. I like their midfield makeup with Kapoor and Pereira going forward. Troy Didi was interesting, mm. what he said about going to Anfield. Don't worry. This going to be a war. We're going to go there. We're going to fight. We're going to scrap. We know how to, to upset the big teams. Mm. So that's going to be fascinating as well. And, and, and Walter Mazzari, full marks. Absolutely full marks. Troy Deeney, Agarlo, and others have, have had an excellent season so far. There's so much change. New manager, new players. Everything's new. But they managed to get it done. And, and I think it's going to be a fascinating game. And yet another challenge. And I thought last weekend against Palace was a interesting challenge for Liverpool. Can they win in different ways? Well, they didn't need to win in different ways because it was flat-out football that found a way through it and they and they battered them 4-2. Mm. I just think at Anfield, even though that the Mazzari's Watford has been strong defensively, 
it's just hard to see how you can stop the midfield power, the technicality, and those front three players in the conference in a, in a white-hot Anfield. I think they've got every chance to win this game again. Yeah, and the incentive to go top of the league, Rob, will, will, will be, you know, with the international break coming on, will, will be something that won't be lost on, on Jurgen Klopp and his men. So, good one to look forward to. So, that wraps up today's games. Now we'll turn our attention to two big matches coming up tomorrow. The small matter of the North London derby, and then Swansea hosts Manchester United. You look at Arsenal, you look at Spurs, it's always big. Does Kane play? Does Lexus play down the middle? Plenty of questions. We'll have a few of the answers. You're listening to the Two Robbies Football Show on NBC Sports Radio. We'll be back in a tick. Football show. Our game never stops. We're everywhere and we're 24 7. This is NBC Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show. Now it's time for the Granger Get It Done Inbox, brought to you by Granger. Visit safety.granger.com for the information to help keep your facility safe and your people safer. Granger's for the ones who get it done. And today's Granger question comes from Tim Brooklyn, Robbie Mustone. He wants to know how will Arsenal deal with the pressing style that Spurs play in tomorrow's North London derby? Good question. And I, I think Arsenal will deal with it the way that they always try and deal with it, and that's playing through it. Mm-hmm. And there's been times in the past where that hasn't worked out well, mm-hmm. um, particularly in games, I remember against Liverpool and stuff, where the people have pressed very quickly and they yeah. get in a little bit of trouble. But their confidence is such at the moment, they will feel that they can play through it. Plus, by the way, Spurs have just gone off the boil a little mm-hmm. bit in terms of their pressing. It hasn't been the same. They're on a bit of a bad stretch at the moment. There's a lot of questions about uh, who's going to play up front. Harry Kane is available. He's in the squad, Rob, but I think mm-hmm. he'll start on the bench and not start. But don't you think a game like the North London derby will bring if, if I want the best out of Spurs you know it gets you going on a big games derby games the, the adrenaline's going probably will look to, to run and press a little bit more got a decent record I mean Arsenal winless in the last four three draws uh, and one loss so Spurs go into it you know should be quietly confident that they at least can upset Arsenal's play and if that happens let me let me mm. throw this at you before we get into the kind of the, the nitty gritty yeah. of this game and the detail mm. I, I've kind of got one thought main thought for this game is that that the Arsenal can't afford to lose this. Why? Because there's a sense at the moment that Arsenal, in great form, mm. this is going to be the year. Mm. Alexis has been fantastic up front. If Spurs go to the Emirates mm. and turn them over yeah. and beat them, yeah. you know what's going to happen, Robbie Earl. You know yeah, the doubters. I, you know the fans. You know the pundits. You know okay, the papers are okay. going to say, here we I go again. You. We're into November. Okay. This is a big, yeah. big match against a big local rival. Mm-hmm. And psychologically, I'm saying, if they lose this game, mm-hmm. it's a massive blow. Okay, and, and we're going to talk about November because I know you want to go down that route or route, Robbie Mustard, <laughs> as they say in, in the US. But let's just go back to, to, the, wit, to, to the thing. So if they lose... Spurs and Arsenal are on the same points uh, at 23. What about if Arsenal win? Let, let, let me at least, you know, you've gone heads. Let me ask your tails. If yep. Arsenal win and go six points clear, what does that say? What does that tell us? Nothing? No, it continues the, 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 quite, the feeling that they're doing great. 
They're on a brilliant run. And, and they and mm-hmm. they winning big games. Because up to now, by the way, let me just run through. And I, you know yeah, where I'm going to go. I know exactly where you're going. First game of the season, of mm. course, Liverpool at home, they lost. Yeah. Then, they, then they've been on a great run. But let me just list the teams that they've played. Leicester City, 0-0. Couldn't beat them. Watford, Southampton, Hull, Chelsea, excellent. 3-0 victory, top marks. Burnley, Swansea, Middlesbrough, Sunderland. So what you're saying is those are easy games. This, this league's got some e- got easy games. All of a sudden, the Premier League that has no easy games have got easy games for us. I can't have it, Rob. You have to beat what's yeah. put in front of you. Yeah. And at the moment, they've beaten enough teams to, to, to before the day, the day started, was sitting joint top of the table. Now, the November thing's interesting. And, and let, let me put the November thing a, a different way. Spurs have a bad November. They've got some difficult games coming up, Spurs, uh, in this month. They've got Champions League that they've, they've got a lot of work to do. Spurs could almost be well short of, 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 of the top of, of the table out of the Champions League come the end of November. So it's a bigger, it's a, as big a month, if not more, for Spurs than it is for Arsenal. Yeah, and I'm not going to disagree with that, but I'm talking about Arsenal. And I'm looking, I guess I'm looking bigger picture. Okay. And I'm just, you know, we know this is a big mm. game. I think it's a, in terms of what they've done so far yeah. and how they're playing, I mean, I fancy Arsenal to win the game. Yeah, I think too. they're playing that well and the confidence is so high mm. and their belief is stronger than it's been in the past. I expect them to win it. My mm. point is, yeah. if they don't, how much a blow is it going to be? I think it's a blow, but I think this team have shown us a little bit of more mental strength. I think we've seen a little bit of maturity in certain some of the players, some of the performances. I, I think you're right, but but I look, I'm gonna, you know, my my glasses are always half full with Arsenal. Yep. Let's say they have a good November. They they stay unbeaten. They they keep the run going. Do, do things change? Do, does you know historically November's no good for Arsenal? The weather changes. The players don't like the cold. La 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 la. <laughs> what if? What if? We have a, there's a good November. Does it change? Yeah, or, or, it'll be December. Or on to be December. Yeah, oh, December oh, it, they struggle. It just moves on every month. No, listen, you can look at it both ways, and it's great that you're half full. I'm, mm. I guess I'm, I'm, I'm half empty. And until they, mm. they, they beat convincingly some of the strongest teams, then I might think, you know what, this mm. might be the year. In terms of the team, yeah. There's been a lot of talk about Alexis mm. and how good he's been. I, I yeah. haven't seen him as sharp no. and mm. as as energetic and as when effective. When he first came, he was good, Rob. When he first he, came, he, he was, was good. Yeah, he, he was granted, but, mm. but right now, playing as at number yeah, nine, yeah. there was a sense that he didn't enjoy playing it, mm. but he's been brilliant. Giroud played, yeah, of course, scored. and scored mm. against Lidigarets. Yeah. Go on, then. What does he do? He plays, He keeps Giroud on the bench, and he plays Alexis down the middle. It, it, it's simple. In Arsenal, we trust Arsenal's not going to make such a silly decision as play Giroud and put Alexis on the left. Is he? He said in his press conference that there's, he was asked about, is Drew now part of mm. your plan B? And he said, no, there's not, there's not a no, plan no, B. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. involved mm-hmm. here. And I like that. I just, I just think that he might play Giroud. I think he might play Giroud and be tempted to play Sanchez, Alexis mm. Sanchez on the left-hand side because you then got two players that look banging form. OK, talk about managers and, and, and everything you talk about, Arsene Wenger. Maurizio Pochettino, Harry Kane... Big game, needs to win it, really. His front line hasn't looked so good. Sissoko spent money on not being great. Vincent yeah. Janssen not being great. Does he rush Harry Kane back and get him in the team? I know he's been training, I think, some Tuesday, Wednesday. Do, do you throw Harry Kane in for what he can do? Do you give him an hour? Do you, you know, he's been so big in this game. What do you do with Pochettino? I think it's a great question. And his kind of comment to this was mm. that he's ready to play. Yeah. 
He's not going to be on, you know, whether he starts or mm. who's on the bench. My physical doctors and the, and the physical therapists, etc., have said he's ready to play. So I'm going to play him. I would play him. Yeah? If he's ready to play, you start him. You get as much as you can out of this guy in this huge game and see how he goes. If he tires, of course, you bring on others. But I would, I would absolutely start him. They've had a bit of a bad... They've had a bad patch, mm. and yeah. I don't, And I don't... I don't, I don't think we should be too... Well, I'm not too harsh on Spurs because we've seen in this league already all the teams, really, maybe apart from Arsenal, they had that mm. first loss, but mm. have had bad patches. Chelsea, yeah, were, yeah. Chelsea were bad, then they're good. Everton was good, then yeah. they're bad. City yeah. were good, then they were bad, and now they're good again. I mean, that's what you get in this league, uh, so I think way, Spurs they have, can they recover. They haven't lost a game, Spurs. Yeah. You know, five, yeah. five wins, five draws, too many draws in some respects. But lost a little bit of energy, a little bit of the zest of it. I'm going to go to our friend, and I know you, Christian Eriksen. Got to get more from him so for me. Don't, you don't like him, do you? Um, I, I don't mind him, but he, he's not doing enough for me. In a mm. number 10 role in a big club like Spurs, I want a little bit more, Rob. Goals. Goals are what concerns me with Spurs. And if yeah. they don't go with Harry Kane up front, Vincent Janssen, I mean, you know, it, 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 he's done okay and he looks a good good guy, good character, a worker, holds the ball up quite well, but he hasn't been getting the goals. Deli Ali's been getting goals from midfield. Mm. He's got three this season. You expect more from him. Um, Dembele's an injury doubt. Vincent Wanyama's been good. You've got the whole situation with the back four with Eric Dyer. Is he going to play again? Alderweireld is out of this game. Lamella's an injury doubt. So, I think Spurs go in a little bit wounded, a little bit like not mm. expected to get the victory. I wonder how good Pochettino is of getting this squad ready to play, aggressive, physical, fast, to make it a difficult game at the Emirates. Can't wait for this one in Arsenal, we trust. So we've got one more game to review, and it's a big game for two clubs, two managers at very different points of their Premier League career. Swansea, winless in three under Bob Bradley. Manchester United going from disappointment to disappointment under Jose Mourinho. Who win this one? We'll give you your... Our views after the break. This is the Two Robbies Football Show on NBC Sports Radio. With so many ways to tell us what's on your mind, you got no excuse. Send an email to the Granger Get It Done inbox. Email get it done at NBCSportsRadio.com. We are NBC Sports Radio. And our game never stops. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show. Now, my friend, let's spend the remainder of the show previewing a fascinating matchup tomorrow. It kicks off at 10 a.m. on CNBC. It's Swansea City managed by Bob Bradley. Still looking for his first win in the Premier League. They host Manchester United. And there's a lot of things I like about Bob Bradley. Mm -hmm. And, of course, we get access to all the press conferences. And, again, this press conference leading up to this game, he speaks well. Yeah. I mean, he speaks yeah. really well, intelligently, passionately. Um, he has great kind of rapport with the reporters, he's honest, he's open, and he's talking a lot of good points that yeah. you sort of nod your head and say, you're right, you're mm. right. A lot of football points, mm. a lot of points he made about defensive issues and mistakes, mm. and he's honest enough to say, I don't know mm. what my best 11 is right now. He's yeah. tried other players, yeah. he, he thinks that in certain situations, Rob, that players should mm. make smarter plays, as he calls it, oh, where, seasons, yeah, yeah just go yeah. and figure out a problem. Yeah. Yeah. He's got his own players, Gilfie Sigurdsson, mm. saying good things about what he's heard from him and what he's seen in the training ground. A lot of good stuff, Robbie yeah, Earl, yeah. but you know what's going to come. Good performances, points, 
good points, bad points, any points. They need some points, Rob. Sunderland's wins put a little bit of pressure back on them now. Joint uh, sitting on five points at the bottom of the table, seven points. Uh, um, well, they're five points behind the likes of, of West Bromwich Albion. Mm. So, they've got a bit of work to do, Rob. And, and the talking's fine, but the talking's got to lead to something. The talking has to trigger something, whether it's in training or in what we see in, in, in matches. What have you, you go, seen? What have you, you seen that he should be addressing every day this week? This past I've week. seen a team that is that looks to me as though mentally they feel they, they, they're good enough or they're set up enough to play their way out of, out of danger. Well, they're obviously being coached. Coached to, to play, play their the way, way out of, of danger. Right. And I don't, I'm not so sure that's the right thing to do. Now, listen, Bob Bradley's a smart guy. He might give it another game. It might, yeah. you know, the, the, the international break might be the point where he goes, you know what, I've tried to play with this group, I've worked it out, now we're going to go to something else. Let's wait and see. But... Tomorrow, Rob, actually becomes a big opportunity for him to get a high-profile win yeah. against one of the yeah. biggest clubs in, in the country. It changes the whole mentality uh, of his football club. It's, it's a Manchester United team without Jose Mourinho on the touchline. It's a Manchester United team that's in a, a little bit of disarray, if, if, I, if I'm honest. And now it's a, it's a Swansea team that have won three out of the last four Premier League games against Manchester United, so it might not be such a shock if Swansea go and win tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, they've just got to be careful that it's not good football, mm. bad results. Yeah. And I think that, I think that... Uh, in good my press conferences, bad results. Yeah, and, and I think there's just got to be a, a, a slight change to the defensive mm. focus. I mean, yeah. he said himself, yeah. players said after the last yeah, game, we've got, to be, we've got to defend better. Yeah. Now, you, either players have got to... Mm play individually better, yeah. or the coach has to set the team up to be stronger. I, I looked at the, the six goals they, they've conceded, three against Arsenal, three against Stoke, four of those goals, Rob, you could look back and go, uh, abs- a basic of, defending, yeah. doing better, you, you stop those goals, and, and they maybe become points. Let's we talk about the other team, the team in red, Manchester United, who um, seem like on, on red alert at the moment, nothing quite is going right. Jose Mourinho's in the stand, we know, we know now, and he's had, had a hefty fine. Rob, this was a man who was brought in to, to, to steady the ship at, at Manchester United. I'd have to say, it looks to me like he's destabilised things. I look at, at, at the back four unit all over the place. Nobody knows who's playing. The midfield setup and balance, again, don't know who's playing in the best. And even up front now, likes of Rashford uh, looking a little bit leggy. Zlatan stopped scoring. I mean... This is just an important game for, for Jose Mourinho as it is for Bob Bradley. It's really important for Jose. And, you know, it's starting the whole kind of pressure on the guy. There's, there's mm. talk of a, of a plane dragging a banner saying Mourinho out. The press are going to be all over this guy. His behaviour's not been good. He continues to criticise his mm. squad. Louis van der Gaal shouldn't put a plane over, should he? Should he? <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me give you this thought. I mean, we know that Jose Mourinho falls out with players a lot. Mm. Now... I get the feeling, right, and, and, and just work with me on this one, that okay. in his clubs, particularly in his recent his, his jobs, mm. is that he gives a vibe to the players when mm. it's not going well. It's like, it's you're not it's really them. good enough yeah, for me. Them, yeah. You're not yeah. really good enough for me. And if you're not doing what I say to the letter, I'm mm. going gonna, gonna to say it to you and I'm going to say it to the press. And what that does, in my opinion, mm. is to make the play, players play with uh, like, inhibited. 
They're inhibited, Robbie Earl. Marcus Rashford, Andy mm. Martial, mm. certain players, I think, have the, have the, have the, the feel of, of Mourinho staring at them in the back of the head to make sure they do the right things. Luke Shaw is another yeah, one Luke that Shaw's I feel. Yeah, a good example, yeah. Uh, inhibited. Yeah, yeah. What, do you, what well, do you say to well, that? Well, I said to you last weekend... And you, it's not a good, it's not a good about, way to about, to play. about one matter. You know, I look at one yeah, matter and think... Yeah, he's, he's he, he, he looks as though he thinks... Anytime he gives a ball away, yeah, he's he, gonna be he, all he over. could be dragged off the pitch. That isn't good enough for, for a manager. So he's got to he's got to go back to the Jose where we saw him hugging players, where he's gotten on the same way. Forget the the angry Jose. That isn't working. Can he coach a team out of trouble? Well, it was we was yeah. it you said last mm. season that you'd like to send him a stay yeah. on yeah. to coach to, Chelsea yeah, out of it? Seat, yeah. He got such a, a bad situation. He didn't get that opportunity. Mm. Is it going to happen at United? Is this going to go away from him quickly, or is he going to find a way to show everybody he's special and get him back on track? Well, I, I think. He has to show away, Rob, because if this goes wrong, people start questioning the, the special one, the man who we said knows how to win Charles. Listen, every other club, Rob, generally, he's gone in, he's been successful, then this has happened. By the way, there's no success been at Manchester United. How, how much is he underachieving, by the way? How good is his squad? This, is it as bad group, as he makes out it to no, be? No, because we've seen a Chelsea squad. Yes, they've changed the system, and yes, there's Absolutely. some different players. But this Chelsea squad, Eddie Hazard, is the same player who looks a million dollars now. So maybe he has to look at his management style, and is he getting the best out of his group of players? But listen, I hope he doesn't get. I hope he doesn't get the easy option. I hope that, that nothing happens. I don't think it will happen. There. I think it will stay. Yeah, we'll and, see. And let's see. But he's the talking, real Rob, Jose. Let's see the real Jose. He's talking, Rob, about getting six to eight players out of the club and more players in. Surely that's going to mean we're talking about two or three years as Paul Scholes said before before this team yeah, is successful. I mean, it's going to be fascinating to see whether he works with his squad or whether he basically says mm. to his, his, his board we need a lot of new players. Yeah. Bob Bradley versus Jose Mourinho. Huge game tomorrow. On a weekend when Chelsea got five goals and went top of the table, City dropped a point and ended up dropping to second in the league. We look forward to the big games tomorrow. Arsenal against Spurs, Swansea against Manchester United. And don't forget to look out for the Two Robbies podcast. You can download those on iTunes. And please rate and review the shows to help us spread the word. And as ever, every Premier League Saturday, you can get your fix of Premier League discussion. The Two Robbies football show. 5pm Eastern Time on NBC Sports Radio and just thanks to all the crew at Culver City Yeah, good stuff my friend and thanks to everybody for listening to the show, it's great to get your feedback, we'll take an international break next weekend but we'll return the Saturday after 5pm Eastern Time here on NBC Sports Radio until then, it's good night from me, it's good night from him good night, good night. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. Com.